Welcome back to the podcast. On today's episodes, Drake and I are catching up. We're talking about bad backs, Drake finding sheds, phone scoping, new cameras, Drake's involvement and creation of anyone's hunt series videos for Onyx and what I'm up to. All right, uh, we've uh, got Drake pinned down. He's back in town and he's on a podcast. So, Shut up, man, <laughs> here for like two days. <laughs> We're excited, dude. What have you been up to, man? I have been. Let's see. So, so what Just is what is today? Hunt. Today is today is May seventh. Yeah, I've been basically shed hunting for the last like seven straight weeks. How many days of shed hunting are you at? I think I'm at like twenty five. I should be at like thirty five, but I I threw my back out. I've been having back Again. issues the last three years. And oh my God, it was bad, really bad. I just slept funny. And when I, I got up and I was like walking around, I was like, oh, my back feels funny. And all of a sudden I like hit the ground. And I, I, I couldn't walk for four days, like couldn't hardly even move. That's it was weird. Brutal. It has to be a muscular thing then. Well, it's kind of all related, but long story short, it's one of my, I, I'm not a chiropractor and we'll see how I do here, but uh, yeah. it's, it's one of my uh, lowest you know, like way down low in my spine, yeah, yeah my vertebrae, and it, it just pops out. It doesn't, it doesn't mm. uh, pop out of its lining, but it, it, it it's, it's kind of like a dislocation. Um, so when that happens, I, I get all crooked. Yeah. And like I, man, you'd look at me like, like if I was standing straight, I would be like, like way off to the side. Dude, you got to start working out a little bit. Holy smokes! You need some of that core strength, dude. Yeah. So that's one of the th- the things is like, yeah, I really work on core strength, and then just like posture, mm-hmm. and. You know, instead of being stupid and carrying like 150 pound loads as training weight, like just don't do that. <laughs> I used to hike the M in Bozeman in the middle of winter. I was just like, oh, trying to get strong, you know. And, and honestly, it helped. But I would like, so so the M, it's how, how high? What is it? Thousand vertical it's feet, like, maybe? I think 900, 800 yeah. vert. So yeah, just kind of a quick. There's like a, a steep way going up, and then you can take a gradual way coming down. And it's just like the ho- the closest hiking trail here in Bozeman, and um, but yeah, I used to train on that thing and I would pack hundred, like the most weight I ever packed up and down that thing was 150 pounds. It's that's probably dumb. like, yeah, it's just <laughs> stupid, right? It's like, I weigh 135. I was packing more than my body weight and it's just like, hmm. uh, it was just bad. So <laughs> that'll make you a savage. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I definitely got like strong, right ways, but, but <laughs> it, it definitely, I think decisions like that kind of screwed up my back. Yeah. I've been doing it with like 50 pounds Yeah, and that helps. But I only do it a couple times a week. Doesn't really mess me up. But yeah, I had bad bad back problems, and a I got a new mattress, which helped. And then like, <laughs> honestly, it's a lot of like stretching for me. Like my hamstrings get really tight, and yeah. like tweak my back muscles. And I was like constantly pulling my low back. And then it was also a matter of like. I never worked out any of my core area really that that well. You just one of the big guns. <clears throat> oh yeah, dude, just freaking <laughs> chest and tries and buys, dude. Yeah, <laughs> super top heavy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so I started doing more like functional exercises and stuff. My back's honestly felt way better. Cool. And I mean, it's same, important this, stuff to do within the line of work that we're in. The same thing goes with my knees. Like in the off Ugh. season when I'm not hiking, if I don't work out and like go to the gym or or do something that like works my legs yeah my knee just starts popping all the time really jeez and there's some people be like oh yeah like (laughs) they just don't believe in working out but i just think that it's such a huge like it's a huge asset for me and like my overall health especially even just mental 
Oh, totally. Like yeah. you get out a lot, you know, so you get that kind of vicariously through that stuff. But like, if I can't get out in the mountains, just going to the gym, even for 30 minutes, man, mm-hmm. just like my positive, like my, my mental space gets so much better. Yeah. Totally. I got crabby dude. Really? <laughs> yeah. I went to Mexico and like, we didn't really hunt that hard on that sheep hunt, unfortunately. Uh, and we were down there for like almost 10 days. Dude, by the end of it, I was just kind of grouchy. <laughs> I literally went to the hotel gym, dude, and instantly, like, I felt so much better and just happier and, like, more personable. Cool. So. <laughs> That's the way I am. If I go three days and I don't go outside and go high cart or whatever, like, I start to lose my mind a little bit. So. Uh, how many sheds have you picked now? Uh, probably, like, 50 browns mm. and probably 25 whites or something. That's a rough number I, I actually just picked my biggest set of all time nice um i knew it was big when i found it but i didn't know how big you know when a bull gets above like 350 you're just like okay he's big yeah but it's like until you put a tape on him you just really don't know and yeah this thing ended up scoring i, I was i was hoping that he was gonna pop the three or push over the 380 mark and he ended up scoring 391 with a 40 inch nice. spread so which is nuts absolutely nuts so you got any photos on your phone over there um, I don't actually know. No, when, when I found it. Content guy, dude. He doesn't <laughs> even have a photo on his phone. Show me. I'll have to wait like uh, everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you know, yeah. Actually, I do have a, I do have a photo. I'll, I'll show you after, but, uh, uh Hey, it's, it's pretty impressive. So. You have the new iPhone? I have the iPhone 10. But it's got the multiple cameras. It's just got the two, not the three. Oh. The wide angle, man, on the on the new ones is pretty freaking rad. And like people that are doing iPhone stories and stuff, when they can shoot a wide angle, like it's it's pretty beneficial. So. Yeah, I was gonna ask how you went about if you had issues phone scoping with, with that. Because I know Lyle, I don't know if he has the newest one or that one, but he has to use like the phone scope app. Oh dude, the phone scope app. Sorry, phone scope, the new app really sucks. Yeah. And it's nice to use aftermarket camera apps, yeah. you know, because like my my eight, I can shoot like 240, 240 frames per second slow mo. Wow. It's just like a simple little yeah. app and like 4K and like, which makes a big difference rather totally. than just using the generic camera app yeah. phone scoping. But I was wondering if you had any issues. The the phone scope app on the new phones is not good. Do you have to use it with that one? I have to, yeah, mm. because. This one because there's there's the um, the normal zoom cam or, or lens is on top and then the two X zoom is on bottom. Mm-hmm. So you have to select between which one. Mm. And with with the phone scope app, it's nice, you know, because you can select which you know lens to use. Um, it's been real buggy with me. I've had a few times where I've been out in the field where it's like it's like you must log in, and mm. I'm like I don't have any service, and it's like it won't let me log in, and then I literally can't get footage. Yeah. Um, or it's like switching between slow-mo and regular. It's just, it's super buggy. And sometimes, you know, I'll try to shoot a 4k clip and it'll end up spitting out a 1080. Yeah. It's just like all over the place. So <laughs> I, I don't know what the heck happened on their back end, but like phone scope makes a really awesome product, but their, their current app is really unideal, mm. which is too bad. But uh, yeah, I think it'll take a little bit before that gets dialed in. Yeah. There's got to be an app that lets you select it without having totally. this phone scopes app, though. Uh, you would think. Yeah, I, I honestly haven't looked into it that much. I need to because yeah. the phone scope footage, and I, I know you and I both get like it's it's incredibly like yeah. useful. And, yeah, we it's, use uh, all the time. It's pretty amazing how different some of the footage looks. Yeah. 
like between what, what like Lyle and I were doing and like I just take it a lot more seriously and spend more time in the field than Lyle is all but like just between shooting it in like 10k or 1080 and 4k 10k, <laughs> 10K oh. bro <laughs> between shooting in 10k and uh 1080 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah speaking no, cool. of uh crazy specs though what, are you switching back to canon oh man it's so <laughs> tempting the only i'm gonna i'm gonna press press the pause button on any camera switching until june because sony's going to announce their next mm. whatever whatever it's going to be in june but uh but yeah the new the new canon what is it r5 r5 it's got a holy god it's got so many awesome things it's like the most ultimate camera of all time um it shoots 8k footage which is insane uncropped and then it shoots uh 4k in 1080 i'm sorry <laughs> so many numbers four <laughs> 120 frames per second, like slow-mo in 4K. Oh, that's nice. Previously, all these other like handheld-type cameras, the highest resolution was, was 1080. Um, it's got crazy frame rates on uh, pictures. It's got a flip screen, so like ultimate vlog life camera. And it's, yeah. you know, it's a little mirrorless, mirrorless guy, so it's, it's pretty tiny. So. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Oh, man. Yeah, you'll be able to pull high-res stills from the video footage. Yeah. That's nice. It's not as good as shooting a photo, no. in my opinion, but it is kind of cool sometimes. Yeah. I've I've had a few um stills pulled from from video clip shot in 4K that have like been used as magazine covers, which always blows mm -hmm. my mind. Hmm. Actually, years ago I had I I um <coughs> with with it was an iPhone 6, I was shooting a 1080 video clip and of my buddy Jason Peak and he's he's at full draw this mm -hmm. caribou. And it, again, it's a 1080 video clip. Yeah. And Eastman's basically took a screenshot of that and turned it into a catalog cover, or I'm sorry, a magazine cover out of a 1080 video clip. The real question I was shocked. is, did they pay you? They did not pay me. Actually. I don't like Eastman's that much because of yeah. that. It's a really cool publication, <laughs> but yeah, they don't so pay Eastman's for anything. So get your crap together. Uh, yeah, print. I like the guys too. in person, but man, they are bad when it comes to paying for anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tricky thing because I think people in the hunting space they just they love to see their stuff get published, oh, or if they're a hunter, silly. you know, they take their little camera and they're just like, yeah, heck yeah, like you know. And when I grew up, getting a story in Eastman's was like that was like the ultimate goal. It's so funny yeah. to think that now. I know. Now it's like I've got I think I've got three Eastman's covers. I've never got paid for a single one. I'm just like me. Yeah, we submitted a couple stories. I just found Travis's uh, one of his covers. Uh, and gave it back to him the other day but uh yeah after we submitted a couple like pretty high quality stories with some insane photography yeah and after that we were like hey like i want to get paid this is hands down like the best imagery and best stories in your magazine yeah and they're like oh no we have like some prize packages and we're like all right well <laughs> You won't see us submitting a, a story. Uh, like sweet, ever, I get a win. Yeah. Everly stock backpack. <laughs> yes, seriously. Uh, so, have you been doing any uh, any work? Recently? Yeah. So uh, one thing that's been pretty cool is um, so shed hunting is like my favorite thing of all time, and it has yeah. been for quite a few years. But uh, I actually just shot a project um, called Anyone's Hunt uh, for Onyx. This is the the fourth installment of Anyone's Hunt now. Um, but basically, it's, it's a video series with photo, blog, all sorts of deliverables, but primarily a video series 
And the goal of anyone's hunt is to get more people hunting or out there by sharing hunting opportunities that are available to anyone. And so this most recent one, I did it on shed hunting. So yeah. it, was, it was super cool. It was just, just me. And I just referenced a lot of kind of past video clips and stuff. Um, but they're going to, I think they're going to release that on May 20th. So pretty soon. So yeah, pretty soon. So, but yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool <coughs> to combine a, a passion for something that you're really interested in and, um, actually make a, make some money out of it. So. Yeah. That's sweet. So yeah, I've been do, doing lots of that and just, just wrapped up the editing on, on that project. So. No photo shoots though. No photo shoots. No. Nope. You got any like ball or shed photos? gotten some baller shed photos nice. yeah so no every spring or, you know this time of year every spring it's there's very little photo work for me i i, I yeah. usually end up going overseas a couple times you know new zealand mm. um haven't had any of those trips this year um but honestly i'm totally cool with it because it's yeah. like i love shed hunting and i just want to spend as much time as i can doing nice. that and, and honestly the, the knowledge and stuff that i learned through shed hunting it it really does transpire over pretty well to fall hunting season and yeah I mean, a lot of animals that I've harvested are are due to the knowledge that I've gained from shed hunting. Cool. Um, and it's just, it's a great time to get out and test gear and test products, you know, work on more like, like from a photography standpoint, it's like, I get to spend time shooting photos that you're like, I have this crazy idea in my head, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, so like, here, here's a time where I actually get to do that. Yeah. Um, sometimes when you're on some of these more photo shoots, it's like, you don't have time to get really weird wild with something. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like one thing I've been shooting a bunch of, uh, it's called prisming. Yeah. Basically you shoot through a prism and there's, there's a variety of different types of prisms you can shoot through, but you get this really crazy effect when you shoot through it. Um, been playing around with some kind of crazy drone ideas as well. Mm -hmm. I've got another one. I want to. I want to take an old white and like soak it in gasoline, like an old white, yeah, yeah. say like mule deer shed or six point elk shed or something and soak it in gasoline and then light it on fire. That'd be sick. And then I, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I, what I'm imagining is like this smoldering, just like big six point elk antler, like in the middle of the dark. And yeah, I think you could get some really crazy long exposures of something like that. So it's kind of experimentation time. I don't really, like, I don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. Oh, it'll be sick. But I think it could be sick, so. <laughs> it, like, can't not be. Yeah. So, it's, like, and there, there's no other, like, in the fall, I, I just don't know when I would have the time to even, like, yeah. do some of that stuff. So. For sure. Some people you go out with, like, when you when you go out and shoot photos of, it's, like, they're all about getting really weird and crazy with it. But a lot of times, you know, you've kind of got a, a set list of things you got to shoot. Mm -hmm. And so, when you, when you have a time to do more of a passion project, you can kind of get crazy and get nice. weird with it. So, so that's been fun. You better shoot fun. that one soon then. Yeah, totally. Or someone steals your idea. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Don't steal his idea, guys. I've not, I've not seen anyone light a shed on. It would be kind of a sad day to light a shed on fire. I will ah, say. I would but. do it happily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you got any sheds you want to donate to the no to the I don't <laughs> I, if I find any sheds I sell them <laughs> uh, oh okay which you're going to have to sell some yeah. what are, what are, how are prices of uh, sheds have they what, what's happened with the corona virus and, and shed prices you know I think right, right off the bat everybody thought that all the shed buyers would probably go out of business but for the most part everybody's still buying so I haven't really seen a an impact there. I, I think shed prices are like 15 bucks a pound for Browns. Gotcha. And so, so if you find a big, you know, nice match set six point, like you can probably make 300 bucks, but, yeah. but honestly, like 
I have a lot of a lot of people when they first get into it, like, oh, I'm gonna make a bunch of money. It's like you're not gonna make any money shit hunting. Yeah. Like unless you've got a massive private ranch locked For up sure. with a hundred bulls and you're the only one picking it. Yeah. And you can pick them all in two days. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Last year I I spent I think I did 25 days shed hunting, and the money that I did make on it was like enough to pay for my expenses. Yeah. And so, but I mean, geez, like the amount of time you get to spend out and like yeah. all the learning and stuff. It's, it's totally worth it if you're into hunting. No doubt. Has there been any new gear you've been using or like whether it's clothing, camera gear, anything like that that you're stoked on? Um, Calvin light down, bro. Calvin light down. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually sick. of just, they just launched a couple new things. They've got a new vinyl harness called the Mountain Optics Harness. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that thing. It's it's yeah, it's a really really great design. So I think that's that's been super fun. Um, they've got some new down products coming out too. I haven't really been using those that much this spring. It's just been pretty warm out, so yeah. I haven't really needed to. But uh, camera gear wise, I've been rocking. So I, I always say, if I could only take one lens, it would be the twenty four to seventy. Um, my only issue with the 24 to 70, like the 2.8 version for shed hunting right now, is I'm trying to be like extremely weight conscious. Yeah. And so what I'm bringing instead is a, a Zeiss Betis 25 uh, millimeter. It's like an F2 lens. Yep. Um, but the thing's just super tiny. Yeah, I used that in the 85 yeah. last fall shooting Andrew, and yeah. they're crazy light. Oh, stupid light. That, and they're yeah. sick. They're quality. super sick. Yeah. The 85 is really good too. Yeah. So those are kind of the two that I've been. Run around with so nice um yeah just i mean gosh you probably save pound or probably more. a pound yeah by going that route and yeah so it, it's been worth it. i mean especially shed hunting gosh you're hiking all day mm-hmm. i mean the, the other day a couple a handful of friends and i we put on like 20 miles each it's like at a certain point like yeah you know if you're trying to just find sheds like i'm not going to bring my spotting scope like you're just trying to cut weight everywhere you can so yeah so going light on camera gear is, is sweet, and with that, with those Zeiss ones, you can still get high quality. Have you seen any black bears? Quite a few, yeah. Any like good ones? Nothing. No, mostly ah. sows and cubs. Yeah. Yeah. Bear grizzly bears, <laughs> but wrong flavor. So. Dang. <laughs> uh yeah, dude. So what's next? How much longer are you gonna shed hunt? Probably a couple more weeks. The I mean, honestly, I would probably shed hunt all summer, but. Uh, the problem is, is that the grass grows up mm. and eventually like will engulf these sheds. Yeah. Like kind of the same deal. Like what, well, you'll have to dig near step on them to find them after a certain point. So, so you'd have a shed in this wide open meadow and it's like, you had six yeah. inches of new grass, like see you next year. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, so yeah, shed hunting's kind of wrapping up, but, uh, um, I'm editing another anyone's hunt project. We went to North Dakota nice. last year and shot a, a waterfowl one. So, editing that and then yeah it's kind of crazy with the the old COVID-19 just with a lot of the international travel and stuff and some of the some of the Canadian restrictions that's been mm. a little tricky right now so the plan is to do some sheep hunts some caribou whatever the summer and then things will really get rolling um, but we're they're just kind of on standby just kind of yeah waiting until yeah things go good so otherwise kind of it, it'll be the the year of Montana photo stuff which is totally cool too it's been stupid how many people have been like out and about oh dude have you every, seen more shed hunters this year probably oh than any year i bet yeah it's nuts absolutely insane <laughs> everywhere yeah it's, it's extremely it's it's already competitive as it is but i think with people it's just the, the time that they have it's pretty oh, yeah. dang crazy 
I was talking to one guy that was at this area that's it's definitely like a known shed hunting spot. And he said there was like 31 vehicles at the trailhead. Whoa. And this was like, you know, late March in a snowstorm. It's like these people aren't out here recreating. They're all shed hunters. And he's like, yeah, everyone, they had a, you know, elk hunting stickers and stuff on their truck. So it's like everybody was shed hunting. It's just nuts. So it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a catch 22, especially with this, this recent project that I just shot on, on shed hunting. Cause it's like, you know, part of, part of our jobs is to like, showcase these really cool opportunities and hunting and get more people to do it and like you know more numbers is means we have a bigger voice and so there's all these benefits to having more people out there right oh yeah but with with anything the more people there are the tougher it gets for you to have success yeah and so and like the more that i promote shed hunting the more people i see out in the woods and it's like i almost everywhere I go now I run into somebody or if I run into somebody they, they usually recognize me you need a new vehicle bro I know I need a ghost rig for sure you need I need a Toyota Prius dude I saw that you weren't <laughs> you weren't rocking your taco with the camper in the little sick video oh yeah that was that was my <laughs> that was my ghost one of my old ghost rigs <laughs> that's right yep. I don't know what I was doing with the truck then but yeah that's funny. Yeah, ghost rig, it's a real thing. It's going to happen. I know. Fortunately, no one knows me anymore, so I just freaking rip around in my truck, do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, man. Like I, Everywhere I go, I, I usually run into I – mean, you run into people in the, the strangest of places. Like, you run into a gas station, and some guy's looking at you, and he's like, hey, are you Stephen Drake Photo from Instagram? I'm like, yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And it's cool. I, I, I'm such an introverted person that it's it's kind of hard to, like – put on this pedestal i guess i don't even know if that's the right way to say it but it's it's just like i'm just an average guy just like all all you other people i just hunt and shoot lots of photos of it yeah different than anybody so yeah it's cool it's also annoying like when we were doing montana wild more i get recognized all over the place yeah and people would just act like you're like it's like dude i'm just a normal human yeah like everybody else yeah i'm like I just worked a little harder and made it look cool, and that's why I do what I do, and that's about it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I'm nothing special, man. I've had the same experiences in the woods that you have. Like, yeah, for like sure. you've probably had as cool, if not cooler, stuff happen to you than me. I just happen to have a camera there and document it and like yeah. package it in a way people want to consume it. Right. So, yeah. Nice, dude. But how's the, how's the girlfriend? Oh yeah, I got a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's asking the personal questions. Boy, I, th- yeah, I thought dude. I was going to ask you questions no, man, on this I, podcast. I was wondering how it's been going, and it's you've good, been dating man. her for a bit now. I mean, you have a pretty interesting lifestyle, so sometimes. Yeah, no, her and I both kind of have an interesting lifestyle, and it it works really well. And yeah, it's been going going really well. She's her nice. And I, I've I mean, just seen her in some of your content, so I figured it had to be oh, going well. Yeah. no it's kind of crazy we kind of met and started dating at the right before all this craziness and then it's like we ended up kind of self-quarantining together for like a month yeah like shed hunting the whole time so super fun and didn't tear each other's head off so so that's good um, so yeah that's good so nice man and she might be i would say she's equally as crazy about sheds as i am Mm. maybe more wow dude this is a real match made it's a real match made it really is yeah so Good for you. 
So, so yeah, it's been fun. But <laughs> nice, man. What about you, dude? I'm uh, you got some new digs here. Yeah, I just bought a new house in Bozeman. Uh, so now I'm house poor. Wow. <laughs> now I still have some money left. Thank goodness. But he's got to buy a couch. <sighs> yeah. If anyone knows of a really sick couch, I need a couch. My my thought is Zach to just really get into shed hunting, and he could pile up all the sheds where the couch is supposed to be. Then he doesn't. He like, he, he admitted when I came in, he's like, I don't even like use a couch, but I yeah. need to get a couch. The the living room's pretty good. Tall ceilings. I only have just one bowl up and a buck, which will probably be the extent of it. But you could probably get at least four elk shoulder mounts up there. Oh yeah, dude. And you get a bunch of deer above the kitchen here. <laughs> you could just. 30 mountain bucks. I need to kill one more and get them shoulder mounted. Uh, yeah, no, it's good, dude. So I've been crazy busy just working at Stone Glacier, cranking out films. Uh, went and documented some bear hunting last week. Lyle shot a bear. Cool. That was sweet. And then just, yeah, working on the house, just like painting rooms and like some small odds and ends stuff. Had to buy a lawnmower. Oh, man. Weed whacker. Gosh uh what else yeah been doing some raking cleaning just getting situated going through all your crap trying to like get rid of anything i don't use which has been good i've sold a lot of old gear just trying to trim my kits down to like stuff that i just use repeatedly yeah um because yeah you definitely acquire a lot of pieces oh, man. over the years and it's like dude i i don't need x number of jackets i literally i would wear one i'd wear like this one yeah. probably on like 98 percent of my hunts if i could but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's been good uh yeah i guess you can afford to live in bozeman on a photographer's wage so <laughs> that's nice uh yeah that's been good just doing some stuff with stone glacier um yeah sorry i lost my my mic fuzzy on here so Hopefully it's coming through good. Uh, yeah, dude. Just been filming a lot of content. Been doing some brand stuff for like M5 gear with Stone Glacier and just other pieces. Some cooking episodes with Lyle. He's pretty funny, dude. Cooking episodes with Lyle. Oh, yeah, dude. You have wow. to go check him out, man. Huh? Awkward cooking with Lyle. <laughs> Isn't it awkwardly? Yeah. <laughs> awkwardly cooking he's pretty awkward sometimes but he's funny uh yeah so i've just been busy 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 man gonna be uh bear hunting all next week like sunday through thursday i'll be like filming and shooting photos for stone glacier and then uh simon carlson one of our students oh yeah he's gonna be filming me and logan and probably my buddy brandon bear hunt friday saturday sunday try to piece together a little montana wild film cool uh yeah dude what else what, yeah. what's your plan early summer i don't know it seems like so far away <laughs> <laughs> probably fish a little bit here and there uh rebuild my patio do some deer and elk scouting nice well i'll probably be so busy um just with this and with stone glacier because lyle and i are just trying to get a bunch of content really like done before hunting season cool. so that we can like focus on hunting and that's the cool thing with stone glaciers like everybody's super avid hunter so we have a lot of cool opportunities to, like get content in the field yeah 
especially with new products and with our guys. So yeah, I think my, my, my calendar currently, if everything goes the way it's supposed to, I'll be home like six days in September. Holy smokes. Yeah. Nice. That's who you already got it kind of. <laughs> Which I'm like, geez, like I want to be home more than that, but <laughs> it'll be cool. Andrew and I are going to try to kill elk in Idaho and Montana with our bows. Nice. And then if Brady and I draw, we're in a muzzleloader hunt in Colorado for mule deer. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I got to buy a muzzleloader. Oh, dude. I've been shooting my rifle a bunch. Got my weather bee all dialed in finally. Dropping bombs. Yeah. You like to shoot a bit. You should come shoot with us sometime. I'd love to, man. Yeah. We went out and we shot steel this morning. We shot 778 and then 960. Jeez. Yeah. That's awesome. Everybody hit 778 for a shot. Um, I like hit the steel holder. So basically hit the steel at 960. <laughs> it's only like a 12-inch plate, which you should be able to hit. But you put a 12-inch <laughs> diamond out there. You're like, oh, 900 yards. If I should have a, a one MOA gun or less, it should be a nine inch group. But yeah. there's just a lot of variables at that distance that don't <laughs> always like quite translate. But yeah, we've been shooting a bunch, which is fun. Awesome. Yeah. You've been shooting a little bit. Trying to. Yeah. When I when I threw my back out, I was like, well, at well. So I had four days where I literally couldn't move, and then I started going to the chiropractor, and yeah. he got me a little bit more mobile. And it's like, well, I can't hike around and look for sheds, but I was like, well, I can lay down on the ground and. Yeah sling lead and rocks, rocks. yeah so, yeah i was shooting i think my furthest i i just switched bullets mm. um shooting a heavier burger bullet now what are you shooting uh the burger uh the hunting vld hunting vld in 180s yeah um i was shooting 162 hornady eldx yep. bullets and those have been really great but there's just they had some <coughs> um some issues with them like separating mm. in kind of strange ways so like i had a lot of friends that that used to shoot those are like, I'll never shoot that bullet again because they've had hunting scenarios where the bullets like, you know, issues have happened where they haven't gotten animals and they, they blame the bullet. So hard to say. For yeah. Sure, people are weirdos when it comes to bullets. They really are. Yeah. But I mean, it's like how many hundreds of thousands of millions of bullets are out there. It's like when people say that like they had problems with their truck and now all the trucks are, right. you know, like, <laughs> I've had good luck with burgers though. Yeah. That's like all I've used in my short mag. And now this Weatherby, I loaded it with 215 grain, uh, their match hybrid. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked to shoot something with it. Cool. It's got some warmth. Yeah. But right. yeah, the burgers are good. You're still shooting your Tika, right? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Is it freaking kick much or not? What caliber is it? It's a 7mm red mag. It, yeah, it definitely it bucks a little bucks bit. A little bit I'm kind of <laughs> used to it. I've got, I've got. Well, I know you have a lighter trigger pull than I do, at least on your other gun. But yeah, it's got a light enough trigger that I can't really, I don't flinch or anything. That's good. So I shoot my girlfriend's gun, and she's got a, a Tika 308, and it's got just a factory trigger. Yeah, and it's it's a pretty light trigger pull. It's probably three pounds, but it's enough. Like three pounds is enough where I like you start to build anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's like holy smokes! Like we were having a hard time accurately shooting that thing at 200 yards. Yeah, if it kicks, if the gun kicks a lot, you definitely build up kind of a flinch yeah. reflex. If you're really good at shooting, it shouldn't matter the weight of the trigger. But when the gun really bites, yeah, 
It makes it hard to not kind of start to tense up expecting that thing to freaking smack you. Yeah. So that's why a lot of guys have been shooting like smaller calibers. Or I know some guys will have two guns if they have the money and whatnot to build identical rifles and one's like a six five Creedmoor. Yeah. Something small that doesn't recoil much and then they have a larger gotcha. gun for hunting. Crazy. But all my guns are a little bit heavier. I think this Weatherby with the suppressor is like 11 pounds. Holy smokes, dude. You crazy. My other gun, my short mag, was 13. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's really not that – I mean, what does your gun weigh? With all the stuff on it? Like eight? Yeah. So it's only three extra pounds. That's a lot of – that's – that's a lot of ounces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're an ounce counter. <laughs> I'm so used to camera gear that, like, dude, three pounds is like, it's like one extra lens. Um, three pounds? That's like 45 honey some, stingers, Zach. Some batteries, dude. Come on, man. I don't know, man. No, some people it. are soft. No, I'm not saying that you are, but <laughs> <laughs> some people be like, oh, three pounds. I mean, it's like, what happens when you go on a hunt and you didn't bring your spotter? Right. And then you have to throw the spotter in. Like, yeah. Totally. Uh, hopefully you're in good enough shape that like that doesn't crush you right you know i don't know yeah obviously an eight pound rifle's sweet but i like to shoot my guns and like there's a lot of variables like i can accurately watch you know an 18 20 power that bullet hit that's sweet at distance you know i can go shoot 20 to 30 shots and not be destroyed when i you know i don't have to spend as much time with it building like a good platform because it's heavier and it's like more stable it's easier to like lock into a position so there's definitely like pluses and minuses i'd rather carry a pound a rifle that's three pounds heavier and know that when i get behind the trigger like it's dying yeah um i just i don't know i've had some lighter guns that i've shot with people and like they're just harder to shoot yeah not to say you can't do it great and that they're not <laughs> a uh super valuable for some people in the right situations but i just kind of like mine in that like nine to eleven pound range yeah but well you weigh about 50 more pounds than i do too, oh yeah. So, yeah at least at least <laughs> yeah i'm like you? 205 oh. so i probably got like 55 pounds or something <laughs> yeah i don't know what you weigh right now but 135 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude that's crazy story of my life man my whole life that's what i've weighed oh we can get you on a program I was thinking about building like my own like squat bench press rack for the garage. Oh, nice. Hey, speaking of the hunting photog, I know you've talked about a video side of of this online platform. Maybe yeah. not not this specific one, but but offering a video course. Is, is there any any thought there or, or is time uh time is the only uh yeah. time is the only what's the word? Time is the only thing that's hindering that uh, becoming <laughs> a reality sooner rather than later. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, there will be a video component at some point because I think it's valuable. You know, it's valuable. Oh, I think uh, it's super valuable. It's just a matter of like, I mean, when we did this first course, it was like, for me, it was like a month yeah. Oh, yeah. of like filming and yeah. I literally have to give up all my personal life right, right now to create it. Yeah. I'd literally like get up, maybe try to work out once in a while or hike, <laughs> go to work all day and then come home and like film the module and like do it for like probably take a couple weeks. Yeah, totally. 
I'd like to. Maybe that's what my early summer deal will be. <laughs> it's even harder now that I'm a homeowner. Yeah, seriously. I have to mow the lawn and vacuum and there's not that much. I think Simon might might move in here. Really? Oh nice. Yeah, dude. Rent from you. Might be like the new world headquarters. Wow. Yeah. I'd <laughs> be pretty sweet if your intern works for yeah. you. Drake had uh Calvin lived with you for yeah. a while. Yeah. And then Bryant lived with you for a little bit. Yeah, both those guys. <laughs> you scared for... the piss out of him a few times. That's great. Oh yeah, he scared the piss out of me one time. I've uh, <laughs> I've kind of pawned some people off on Drake that uh, lived <laughs> with him for a I've while. It's worked out. I've been I've been needing a renter. And yeah. The interns needed a place to stay. So. Yeah. What's your plan? Are you going to keep living at your place there for a while, or when are you going to move out into the country, dude? I uh, probably in the next year. Nice. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really in any rush, but at a certain point, it's like, well, yeah. geez, you can build equity in your own place instead of renting. Mm-hmm. So, but just growing up, man. Just growing up. We're getting old, Zach. I know. It's kind of. I'm 33, and now I feel old. Yeah. Even though I'm not. I felt okay. So I turned 31 a couple of weeks ago, and on my 31st birthday, that's when my back went out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like laying on the You're floor. You're probably the just like, day. oh my goodness, dude, my life is over. <laughs> like, welcome to 31. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so now I'm like popping glucosamine pills and working on my posture, doing core workouts. Like, nice. It's like unreal. I know. That's why I'm always beating it into these younger guys. Like, dude, you should probably eat healthier. You should probably work out. You should probably XYZ. Yeah. And get paid what you're worth. You can wait till it starts to hurt more, you know? Yeah, and get paid what you're worth, that's for sure. You can wait until you start to hurt, but, man, if you can just get in the rhythm of doing it ahead of time. Yeah. It's way nicer. It doesn't yeah. take that much. Just even stretching. I know I should stretch. Yeah. I'm terrible at stretching. Yeah. It would take me literally five minutes a day. Let's go to yoga class together for like, let's do that this spring. Day. Well, whenever they open back up. All right. And then we can, we can share our yoga experience. Yeah. You don't <laughs> even want to get me started on coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I ranted before we got on the podcast about it, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it again soon. Sounds good. All right.